guys. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Selfie Show. Where we are bringing the weekly dose of sweet and salty. I am Tori, the founder and now co-host of The Selfie Show. I am a nurse, blogger, and podcaster. And I am Sam, podcaster, what am I? I don't know. I'm All the bunch, things. I'm a bunch of shit and it's a bonus episode, so who cares? We're just like going to get into fun stuff. Yeah, hey, hi. But I am Sam, Sam I am. <laughs> How are you doing this week? What's going on? I'm a little discombobulated right now because I dropped my dog off this morning at the vet to get his teeth clean and then they had to extract nine teeth and so I'm like sad and then I've this is the first time I've ever left Moses my other dog so Rambo is the one getting his teeth cleaned and he's 10 years old and Moses is seven and Moses has never been alone in seven years of his life because he always has his big brother with him yeah and I'm nervous his comfort animal is Rambo. <laughs> he's like an anxiety nut. Like I'm genuinely terrified that he's going to like hurt himself trying to like chew through the door. Oh, I don't know. Baby. We'll see. I was going to bring him here to record, but I have to go to a business meeting after this. Can so. we just please make that a thing? Have them come and hang out <laughs> while we're recording. I feel They're like they chaotic. would love it. They're chaotic. Nurse Tori enables them. We would love Auntie that. Tori. We would love that for us. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to all of our beautiful peds and PICU nurses oh out gosh. there. You guys. It is full-fledged RSV flu and COVID season right now. And this is everywhere because I will say I have like Teams calls with people all over the country. And on my Teams call this morning, they were talking about how all their hospitals, their like peds units are slammed right now. And I'm like, I can verify this because all my friends are working their ass off and they're so busy. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the RSV hospitalizations are significantly higher than normal. Again, this last week amid the respiratory virus season, it's hitting the U.S. earlier and harder than usual, according to the new data published on Thursday from the U.S. uh, CDC. Uh, control and prevention it's just it's going around like wildfire and I will actually say like my hospital as well it's we're even doing this thing it's called shadow beds where you basically are bunking up and adding beds into units like a private room is now becoming us you know they're adding beds and making it yeah so it's happening everywhere shout out to all of you guys stay healthy you know if you're not feeling good stay home or wash your hands we're doing all the things you know So, yeah. Um, Okay, so we got a couple things this week. Um, First things first, Sam, what's what's up? What's going on? I don't even know. Um, Again, yeah, I'm like always just wasting all my money at the vet. It's not a waste because I love my dogs. Yeah, we love them. I will literally start at OnlyFans if I have to to pay for their vet bills. Like, I don't care. I will do whatever it takes to, yes, whatever (laughs) feet picks. I don't care. I will do whatever it takes. But that... um, Taylor Swift tour. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Popping off. Okay. I spent two hours in line just to register for a pre-sale, not even for (laughs) pre-sale tickets, just to register for pre-sale tickets. And then, I mean, this is pretty iconic because she's doing a stadium only tour, Yeah. which shout out to that because there is only a few bands and human individuals that can sell out stadiums. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and she has multiple dates. Like, actually, she added more concert dates today. She's doing the SoFi Stadium in LA. Three, three dates, dude. Insane. Like, three Super Bowls Taylor yeah. Swift's selling. I think, actually, she's the artist that has sold out the Staples Center the most. Wow. Yeah. So, not surprised. Queen, queen shit right queen, there. But queen. I'm, like, coordinating with people all over the country. Like, um, Celia, who was on the show, mm-hmm. she... Her and I want to go to the Vegas one together. Oh. I want to go to the one in Vegas with my coworker from Arizona also wants to go to the Vegas one. But I have my best friend that lives in Portland and they're 
Taylor Swift's doing Seattle. So she's trying to get Seattle tickets. I'm trying to go to the LA one with my family, but there's three different dates. I'm also like, there's so many moving parts. I feel like trying to coordinate this. Like I need a flow sheet and then we're all trying to get pre-sale and everyone's registered. And I'm just like, there's no, this is wild. And I just, I need these tickets. And then I'm like, what's my budget here? Right. Oh yeah. The limit does not exist. We're I'm selling, like, we're selling kidneys yeah. and feet and feet to make this happen. Which I saw a funny TikTok on, which it was like a girl's like screenshot of her text combos from her, the same thing. Like it's her and her girlfriend's trying to game plan. They're like, okay, well let's all just be transparent about like, what is our limit? What's our budget? And someone said a thousand dollars. And then everyone else responded a thousand, a thousand, a thousand. And they're like, this is what happens when we're finally in our thirties and we're waiting for Taylor Swift, like, and can afford like this versus, you know, when you were like 20 years old, right? Like, you're no. like a hundred dollars. And now it's yeah. like, you've got these grown ass women that are just like, whatever, take all my money. Millennial so life. I don't know. Very excited. Strategic. About that. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. All I do is work, man. I'm, you know, it's crazy. Tired. And you know, I know we've talked a little bit about this, but I feel like you're really stepping into your role. Um, I, Sam's going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to be a very, I'm going to very much hype you up on this one. Sam was just asked to speak, um, for a really big event and you're, you know, relatively new in the country, in the company, but I feel like it's just really cool to watch you starting to grow and really step into this. I'm really excited for you. I think the weirdest thing about this job is that one, I've only been here coming up on a year and I spent the first half of the year learning the job. So just trying to transition into what the hell my new life is like. And then now it's like taken off with all of these really cool, big things happening. And, you know, I've, I came from day one playing chess, not checkers. Like I came in not just to like, okay, I'm here and this is going to be my job. I came in with like, what do I have to do strategically to get to the next level? Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that, but it's weird that now those things are actually panning out and starting to happen. And I'm like, what's going on? And I just feel like very overwhelmed. It's a lot, but it's cool. And I think, um, we're going to do a full length episode now on medical device sales because enough people are like, what in the hell do you do? Right. I get so many DMS. People think I'm travel nurse. And I'm like, I'm a nurse, but I'm not working in patient care. I'm not doing travel nursing. And then people are like, I don't under even stand like what, what is medical device sales, which I knew nothing about until I started in the industry. So we're going to have a special guest this, on. I'm really pumped on this guest. <sighs> it's the perfect guest to bring on coming up for you guys in probably a couple weeks. So we're really, really excited. I think are we dropping it. it in like December? I think we're dropping it early December is the yeah. plan. So look forward to that. It'll um, be wild. So I guess it's yeah, juicy. It's going to be juicy. We'll put up some question boxes yeah. on the selfie page and my page. If you have questions about medical device sales, our guest for that week is someone who's worked in the industry for 30 years and knows all the things. We got to get all the deets. So it's like you got a veteran and then you got me, the newbie coming from nursing and Mm -hmm. it'll be a cool episode because we haven't touched on this side of healthcare yet. Yeah, it's going to be really good. So look forward to that. Uh, Um, A couple of wrecks of the week for you guys. Okay, so this one is one that I know many of you may have already watched. We are almost done with it. The Watcher. Have you heard about this one over on Netflix? This is like a newer one. So The Watcher is an American mystery thriller television miniseries created by Ryan Murphy. And um, it's about a married couple who move into their dream home and are threatened by terrifying letters from a stalker signed The Watcher. It has Naomi Watts in it, Bobby Cannavale, and Jennifer Coolidge. I uh, love her. She's iconic. Can I just say, there is a TikTok that says that 
when you say Jennifer Coolidge, everyone has a different image of her. Yeah, what's your image? I know what my image is. Mine is always going to be legally, legally blonde. blonde. But yes. like some guy stitch it and he's like Stifler's mom. Oh, like for- that ah! is Stifler's mom. Like there is no other. That oh, is Jennifer yeah. Coolidge. But it's yeah. funny because if you ask different people, they have a different dead set like vision in their mind of what she is. Yeah. And for me, Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. I think but, that's where my head goes to initially too. But Stifler's mom is iconic too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she has a several just iconic roles. I love her. She's yeah. a queen. She's wonderful. I will say this though. Okay. In terms of the show, I am probably around like a B for the show. Like, I think maybe it was because it was super hyped. I don't want to hype it for you guys if you haven't seen it already, but I thought it was okay. Um, It's not... There was something about it that kind of laid flat for me. All the actors in it are phenomenal, but I think in terms of thriller, I'm just so used to like American Horror Story and I really do enjoy thrillers. But this one for me kind of like, I don't know, something about it laid flat. So it's okay. I mean, it's good for a watch. What I genuinely want to know about you is how do you have the time to watch all these shows? Everyone that. You know, it's Like you're in school. Yeah. (laughs) You work. And honestly, even though you're per diem, sometimes you work two to three shifts even a week, which is like full-time hours. Yeah. You do the podcast and the show notes and all the things. And then you do your own nurse Tory blog stuff. So like, when are you just chilling watching all these shows? I know. I, like genuinely. Genuinely. Like, I don't watch TV and I feel like we're equal levels of busy. So how? Totally. It's probably because I waste time on TikTok and you don't. Maybe. Maybe, maybe that's, that's what that's it is. It. Like the, the time distributed. I feel like my, our time for Jacob and I to really detune mm. is at night together. So when we're, we're, for us, we're the horrible, like typical American. American family that when we sit down we really enjoy watching some shows so that's kind of our time to wind down together I think you know it, obviously because I'm working a lot of nights so the nights that I'm working I don't watch it but sometimes I'll sneak in a little something before I go to bed you know we gotta mm-hmm. have a little I gotta keep up with what's going on and like I really enjoy I all I love all of the things that are coming out I feel like this is like the era that was built for someone like me like I love these kinds of shows I'm totally into all these you know, like the Netflix, the Hulu, the HBO Max. Like, I am here for all of this. I love it. All the things that are happening. Um, like, do you watch TV in bed? Is that why? Um, or do you watch? It you know, upstairs? we've actually been doing less of okay. that because you know I've been giving Tori shit forever <laughs> about like not yes. having a TV in your room. I've been getting so tired. So yeah. like when we eat, it's like, you know, we'll eat and watch some show and then we'll go down. We will throw a little something on, but I'm usually out to be honest within the hour. Like I'm so okay. tired. Like when I hit the bed. So, which I do love for me, like, you know, bed should be for sex and sleep. Here we are. Well, I do like Ryan Murphy. So yeah. maybe I will try to catch this one. And then, okay. Next one. Avatar is coming out. The second Avatar. Okay, I want your thoughts on the first one. Were you one of those people that were like, this is groundbreaking, this is revolutionary, this is one of the best movies ever? I think for the time it was. Like, I really did enjoy that storyline. I loved the graphics. I loved the way that it was shot. It was filmed. I thought it was actually really, really well done. I thought it was fucking weird. (laughs) I'm like, why are they blue? Why do they like what? I mean, cinematically, I understand why it was so critically acclaimed and well-received and heavily awarded because it was visually stunning and all of that but I don't know I'm not good with that shit like yeah. I don't like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and any of that stuff so I'm like what yeah I'm, you're not, I'm not gonna watch like, these blue people totally I'm not gonna watch it I mean this one has a pretty good lineup too it's got okay. Sam Worthington um Zoe Sendell 
uh, Kate Winslet, my Van, queen. Yeah, and then Vin Diesel, he's in it. So this one, how did he sneak in there? I don't know. Like, I don't bro, know what like he is. Dominic Toretto <laughs> snuck into Avatar. His his agents working overtime for sure. Wow. Uh, the number one question everybody wants to know is why has it taken so long for this to come back? And so they were saying that the film was taken has taken a lot of setbacks. Because James Cameron, the the director, needed the right technology to film the motion capture underwater scenes. And so here we are. It's coming out uh, December 16th, 2022. It's been a long time. And here we are. I think it's going to be, I uh, it's going to be long. I think it's in like a three hour plus movie. I'm not going to watch it. I'm just I guarantee you though, right like now. this is going to be one of those movies that also like really helps helps the box office like you know people are going to go watch this one this is going to be a huge oh, one for sure i mean people especially movie buffs have obviously like you said been waiting for this and james cameron doesn't like do anything that's not brilliant yeah, but yeah i won't watch because i don't know why they're blue <laughs> why are they blue i can't like What's get my i don't know i can't get myself into things like that but like i can appreciate it it's gonna be good I think it's like same thing good. i appreciate star wars but I don't I'm see I'm it. not a Star Wars girl. I appreciate it. I'm not gonna watch it. Right. Okay. But I appreciate it. Like I get it that it's made movie history. It changed the game cinematically, but like I'm still not gonna watch it because it's fucking weird. I feel like opinion. if I had to choose, I'm like, you know, for me, I was a more Harry Potter girl. Like I was the one that was like super pumped on Harry Potter. Every time the movies came out, I was like okay, I read nerd. all the books. Like, yes, bring it on. And like those were like definitely I was here. Jacob too. Jacob was like the guy waiting in line. Do you remember like waiting in line for the book to what? release? Like at Barnes and Noble. Dorks. Oh my god, we're here I'm for I'm gonna us. make fun of him yes. now. Honestly, I don't know. It came out when I was in high school, so I almost felt like I was, like, too old at the time. It might have been, like, maybe a couple. Yeah, because we were middle school, high school. Middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. I loved it. Hmm. Okay, and then the next one that is coming out, super pumped on this, is Yellowstone. Season 5 is coming back. I'm super pumped. It's coming back November 13th. I don't know when this is dropping, but it might be actually out by the time we release this. So Kevin Costner, Kelly Riley, Cole Hosner, and then Luke Grimes, they're all back. I'm so excited for this. This is going to be like a whole new side of the family where I believe Kevin Costner's, um, his character is taking a role in government which is pretty cool I don't know it's gonna be really good I believe it's I want to say 18 maybe 16 episodes it's a mm. it's a lot of episodes so it's gonna be good I love Kevin Costner oh, he is honestly just... like do do did you ever watch Dances with Wolves that's like Actually, one of my favorite no. movies of all time oh. it's so weird because it's like a weird movie and I I don't know my sister and I like used to love sound and music and dances with wolves when we were little which are like not little kid movies but I don't know he's like the ultimate like kind of American dad do you know what I totally, mean like bro, he's like the totally. guy that you just know in that role that he's like the ultimate you know like just, that's when you close your eyes that's the face you picture absolutely yeah. like he's just I don't know I love every character and then Taylor Sheridan the actual the executive producer everything he touches goes to gold he did 18 83 he did this series he's done quite a few series and he's just a wonderful so i'm excited to watch um so you know get pumped you guys for all those yellowstoners tori, out there tori keeps us like yeah, up to date we gotta with, know like all the tv stuff yeah we gotta know what's coming you don't up. need like tv guide you got tori <laughs> Um, okay, and then this week we have a really good selfie shenanigans of the week. We've gotten a few submissions. This one was really good, and I feel like 
when we wanted to um, attack for you. So let's get into some selfie shenanigans. Um, you know, let's dive into it. And submit anything. It can be spicy. It can be advice. It can be funny, like whatever. Mm-hmm. We want to hear, we want to like, we want to pop off on what you guys bring us. Yeah, for sure. bonus episodes. So I've been a nurse for four years now, three years as NICU and one year as a peds cardiac nurse. I work peds um, at an amazing children's hospital, but I don't love it. I really want to be internally, internally transferred to their NICU, but NICU wants nothing to do with me. I've applied more than five times and never received an explanation as to why they continue to deny me. Uh, parts of me feels heartbroken not to be in the NICU or a NICU nurse. And when I, uh, now she wants to potentially do travel nursing. So basically she's reached out to this NICU like quite a few times and she's been completely ignored and she feels like she shouldn't have to beg for the job that she's very overqualified for. So what should we do? Any recommendations here? You know, I got them. Here we go. You know, I got, let's uh, go mama Sam. What do we Um, got? Here's what I think. Are you qualified? Yes. Even if you're not qualified, you're still an internal candidate and any unit should be willing to cross train internal candidates that want to move around. So I already think that in itself is kind of a red flag where you have to ask yourself, like, do you love this children's hospital so much that you don't want to work anywhere else? Because it's just making me think that maybe you want to do NICU, but is that specific unit, the NICU environment that you want to learn in and even be in honestly, because something's amiss. And it's like, obviously there's two sides to every story. Like you say you're in good standing. So I will definitely give you the benefit of the doubt and you probably are. So that's, it's weird that you're not even getting even any feedback or anything, which makes me wonder like, is that the type of unit that you want to work in that already like doesn't communicate well and does that like there's bigger things that I look for in jobs now other than just like I want to do specific NICU or cardiac or OR like no I'm looking for managers that are communicative and supportive and foster learning and a good like healthy workplace environment those are things that matter to me and then the specialty is like icing on the cake kind of Mm -hmm. But I'm like, the older I get, the more I value different things. So uh, those are some big red flags, especially if you're interested in doing travel. Yeah. That kind of can give you a nice um, scope of like what more is out there. It's kind of like a sampler platter menu of being able to figure out what you like. Tori's worked at several, not only different children's hospitals, but then NICUs and adult hospitals and everything. And she's gotten to like see and taste a little bit of everything and not all NICUs are the same. So just because you want to do NICU doesn't necessarily mean that a specific NICU is going to make you happy. Even if you love NICU, there's other NICUs that if you probably stayed in, you wouldn't enjoy your job as a NICU nurse. You know, what's funny is I think some of the times you hear all of these NICUs that are so glorified and then you go and work there and you realize (laughs) that it's nothing like what the hype is, Uh which I think is really interesting. Yeah, I agree. I think 
you know, while they may not be fully staffed and maybe right now it's seemingly, you know, they need the help. It is interesting to me. And I do think it's a red flag when the management team isn't is not getting back to you. And I, you know, for me, I agree with Sam, the things that I look for at this chapter in my life are very different than what it was, you know? And so I agree with you. I'm a big advocate. You guys know of travel nursing. I think travel nursing, like Sam said, is like a sample platter getting to be able to see other places really kind of learn from other people not only that like network and get to know people if you are at that place in your life I'm a big advocate of that especially right now I mean the amount of opportunities out there and travel nursing I mean you guys I'm on accidentally on two of these companies you know travel nurses you know email lists and the amount of emails I've been getting lately has been insane I get I'm texted t- daily literally like for you know hey we've got an upper opportunity here there even in your city like that kind of thing so I think just open up your I, I think this would be the opportunity now if you are able to go for it if you want to stay per diem and just kind of stick it out that's fine but if you're not happy you know make a change and sometimes you know it, the changes that you make may not seem like your ideal situation, but to be honest, sometimes it is, and you don't realize it is when you make the change. Well, and like she said, like she is overqualified. Like there was a little section we didn't read where she has two years of level four NICU experience and her RNC, so her yeah, NICU certification. Is, so right. there's really no reason that they shouldn't be like actually begging to have you. Absolutely. So it sounds like there's other things going on there, which just makes me think, is that going to be a good work environment and a good fit for you guys on both ends. Like you said, you don't feel like you should have to beg. So it's kind of like, well, especially when it seems like a lot of these units prioritize travelers, which are mm-hmm. significantly more expensive. We all know that. And obviously you guys know we are very pro travel, but it is annoying when that gets prioritized prioritized even over a per diem position Mm -hmm. where you would you know seemingly be dedicated to the hospital and to that unit and to you know that particular setting but you know I think this is maybe a sign for you like take advantage and go do something go spread your wings try something else um I'm a big advocate for you know get on that sample platter that platter (laughs) like try a little bit of this try a little bit of that especially right now like right now is the time to do it right now well it's the most profitable you might as well until the healthcare system figures its shit out. But. I mean, Lord, you know, all of you peds pick you and even Nikki right now, the amount of contracts out there, like go grab it, go get it. And to be honest, that's one of the things I wish I did early in my career, but I wasn't in a position cause I was in a long-term relationship, all that stuff to really be able to travel back then. But I wish I did. I wish I put myself out there a little bit more, saw more, got yeah. more exposure to things. I think it would have, shaped my career path a little bit as an extension of that because I actually did get this question this week and I think this is actually a really good time to talk about it is the reason why I chose per diem and like Mm -hmm. to get into that really quick so it's interesting because you know I do as much as I am for travel and I am for all these things I'm per diem right now and for me the reason for that is because I really enjoy being able to stay in one spot I really like my unit 
Um, I like the flexibility of the schedule. I like being able to work slightly less weekends. Um, you know, and for us at this point, for me, you know, I've talked about this, the flexibility is my schedule. That's like the number one big thing. And then also working the highest amount per hour. So, you know, again, like we've said, like there's a time and a place for your, you know, what's going on in your life and your journey. And, you know, if it is a time for you to go and, you know, try new things and travel, I'm all for that. I'm very glad that I got to be able to do that. And who knows? I'm just saying never say never. Like there's always there's something will always be there, right? Like if I wanted to go back to NP school one day down the Mm -hmm. line, that's there. You know, if you want to try this, that's there. The opportunities are truly endless. So take advantage of them. Um, Right now I'm a big fan of, I also love per diem life. I love it. So I will give the disclaimer that Tori is able to be on her husband's benefits. Yeah. That's a big aspect. So much to consider, but traveling usually comes with some sort of benefits option. A lot of the time. Everything has an up and a down, right? Like there's not a perfect situation. And if you make more, you can probably afford your own insurance too. So it's kind of like everything has a give and a take. I think you just need to find out what matters most to you. Yeah. Because it's not going to be the same for everyone. And like, do you care more about doing NICU or do you care more about your work environment and the type of unit it is and the type of people that work there and the management style like figure out what matters most to you not you know yeah and that shifts too yeah yeah and I think that's great that's a great point too culture culture of the unit every unit's different but advice about not getting feedback I absolutely because one of the questions was kind of like is it should I just go knock on the door I think it's genuinely appropriate to put yourself in face-to-face situations with people and be like hey I just wanted a moment of your time and anyone in management if you are you should have the leadership skills to give direct and honest feedback you don't have to be mean giving feedback doesn't have to be an attack or mean and that's where some managers miss the mark and then other people are too afraid to give honest feedback because they don't want to hurt feelings there's a fine line but good leaders should be able to find that sweet spot and do that so I think it's appropriate because you kind of want to know I actually know someone who was trying to get the med device job that I'm currently in and she got turned down by recruiters like multiple times and was kind of like hey not recruiters like she would interview and never really get past the first one and was like I need like more clear feedback right. on why I'm not making it to the next level like got that feedback was able to implement it and then now has the job that like oh, I see so yep. like you gotta like take initiative yeah so yeah. if they're not responding and you've asked for the feedback one have you asked your own manager like hey does your manager know that you've been applying to NICU because even when I went to transport I went and talked to my manager and said, just to let you know, I'm talking to transport, I'm interviewing, so it's not like I'm doing it secretly. So one, make sure that you've communicated to your own management that you're interested in NICU and that you're talking to them. And then maybe they can even give you insight. And then I think it's appropriate to also go to them and knock on the door. Hey, do you have time to meet? Because mm-hmm. you should. Queen energy. Yeah. Love that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for you guys for your submissions. Also, yeah, as we said, you know, definitely if you are someone who wants to us to weigh in on something, we got selfie yeah. shenanigans of the week. We are so here for this. It doesn't have to be hospital work related too. Like yeah, we love honestly, a little spicy we love tea. being yeah. Mm-hmm. We like being big sister energy. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much, you guys, for being here with us. As always, make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at C E L L F I E underscore podcast. You can find all the goodies there linked in our bio. And thank you for all your reviews. Just make sure you leave your IG handle 
on Apple Podcasts. We can send you all our free goodies, stickers, bad reels, all the fun stuff. And mm-hmm. five stars on Spotify. Love you for that. Thank you. And make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at Nurse Tori. And at Hey Samantha with two A's. And stay tuned. We got some fire content. Yes, we do. Yeah. We got some good guests coming up. All the good things. So we will see you on Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.